Growing up, I was kind of a sickly child. I would miss school for about a week every fall, winter, and spring. In fact, I missed the first two weeks of half-day kindergarten. When I finally did go to school, my classmates had to wear their name tags again. I also cried the second day I was there because it seemed longer than the first day and I wanted to go home. This pattern of missing school during the fall, winter, and spring persisted throughout my school years. So many of my sick days were spent with chicken noodle soup and watching Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers, and The Price is Right. In all the time I spent at home sick, I never got into soap operas, which is a good thing. However, I do remember going to the grocery store with my mom and all the gossip magazines about the soap operas and the celebrities would be right there by the checkout counter. Even though I didn't get into that stuff then, I have to admit one of my bad habits of the past couple years has been to scroll through Apple News on my phone. It seems, there are, it seems like there have been a lot of celebrity divorces as of late. And not just the usual ones where the marriages last a couple of months, but divorces that happen after years of marriage. This and other things that are going on in our society begs the question, what is love? Love is what our gospel reading is all about. St. Thomas Aquinas defined love as willing the good of the other. Another definition of love is God. 1 John 4, 8 says, God is love. And this isn't just a nice thing. God is a community of persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As I mentioned uh, before, God the Father perfectly and completely loves the Son. The Son perfectly and completely receives the love of the Father, and perfectly and completely loves the Father back. This exchange of love is so substantial that it is the Holy Spirit. This is why we say in the Creed that the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. So God is a community of persons, a community of love. And if this is true, our society is in trouble because our society knows God less and less. The problem is if we don't know who God is, it is hard for us to know who we are. Genesis tells us that we are made in the image and likeness of God. If we don't know who God is, if we don't know that God is love, then we won't know who we are. We won't know that we are sons and daughters of God, a God who loves us more than we can imagine. This also means that we are created for a community, that we are created to love and to be loved. The fact that almost all of our plays, movies, and music are about love, romance, and relationships is no accident. Love, romance, and relationships are at the very core of who we are. Why? Because we are created in God's image and likeness. God first loved us. God created us human beings because he wanted to create a creature that could receive his love and love him back. This is why we have free will. So in the gospel today, we hear that we are to love God back and to love our neighbor. We are to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind. And we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. 
God loves us completely and unconditionally. This is ultimately the love that we desire. We desire to be completely known, our good parts and our bad parts, to be loved despite our bad parts. Back in the day, I knew my girlfriend loved me because when I would pass gas in her presence, she would just laugh. Now that is the sign of true love. This unconditional love is what we truly desire. It is what we seek out, especially in romantic relationships, especially in marriage. That even despite our faults, our spouse still truly uh, and freely chooses to love me. But so often our society thinks that relationships are about pleasure, convenience, and what the other person can do for me. How that person makes me feel. This type of love is not unconditional. This is not the type of love that we seek. This is not the type of love that makes us truly happy. This is not the type of love that truly lasts. This is obviously not the type of love that God loves us with. We are created by love, for love. Not completely, but in some sense, we have forgotten what unconditional love looks like. And our society is paying the price. Poll after poll shows how unhappy our young people are. And I would argue it's not just our young people that all of us are more and more unhappy. As relationships get more and more superficial, we become more and more unhappy. Instead of loving God and others unconditionally, we are seeking pleasure, material wealth, and fame. We are living for ourselves. It seems counterintuitive to our modern way of thinking, but if we look to God, especially Christ on the cross, we see that true happiness, true love, is found in sacrifice, in living for the other, in living for something bigger than ourselves. And there is no thing bigger than the fight between good and evil. Are we going to fight for the kingdom of God, or are we going to fight for the kingdom of Satan? If we fight for the kingdom of self, for ourselves, that is just another way of fighting for the kingdom of Satan. This is why Jesus gives us the two greatest commandments as loving God and loving neighbor. This is why in the first reading, God says to take care of the orphans and the widows. Taking care of the poor is not just good for them, but it is good for our soul. It brings us closer to God. It brings us closer to true happiness. In the second reading, St. Paul says to be imitators of the leaders of the church. He says to turn from idols and to serve the living and true God. What idols are preventing you from loving God and your neighbor? Sometimes TV can become an idol, I guess as an example. On my bad days, I can sometimes watch too much TV. Do I feel good afterwards after wasting all that time in front of the TV? No. A part of me, at least in the moment, wants to be lazy. However, I don't feel good afterwards. My heart doesn't know what it wants, but it knows what it needs. In the end, our hearts know they need to give and to receive unconditional love. 
This gives us purpose and meaning to our lives. We find our purpose in our vocation. It is in our vocation that we die to self, that we love through sacrifice for another. I find my, I find my purpose in sacrificing for my bride, the church, which is all of you. Again, we are called to sacrifice for God and for others. This is love. This is what our hearts truly desire. So these are not just commandments, but a way of life, a way to true happiness, to true joy.